a reading from the book Sorry, <laughs> that's a hard one. Eclitelastics. Rejoice, O young man, while you are young, and let your heart be glad in the days of your youth. Follow the ways of your heart, the vision of your eyes, yet understand that as regards all this, God will bring you to judgment. Ward off grief from your heart and put away trouble from your presence, though the dawn of youth is fleeting. Remember your creator in the days of your youth, before the evil days come and the, yearns, and the years approach of which you will say, I have no pleasure in them. Before the sun is darkened and the light and the moon and the stars, while the clouds return after the rain, when the guardians of, of the house tremble and the strong men are bent and the grinders are idle because they are few, and they who look through the windows grow blind. When the doors to the street are shut and the sound of the mill is low, when one waits for the chirp of a bird, but all the daughters of song are suppressed, and one fears heights and pearls of the street, when the almond tree blooms and the locust grows sluggish and the caperberry is without effect, because man goes to his lasting home and mourners go about the streets. For the silver cord is snapped and a golden bowl is broken and a pitcher is shattered at the spring and a broken pulley falls into the well and the dust returns to the earth as it once was and the life, and the life breath returns to God who gave it. Vanity of vanities, says Kohiath, all things are vanity. The word of the Lord. The book of Ecclesiastes, which Bible scholars like to call the book of Koheleth. Koheleth is the man who, who wrote the book, the author of the book. The book of Ecclesiastes is, is a a bit of a sad book. It's, a, it's, a, it's, if you will, the story or the reflections of an old man, a man who has lived a long life and now he's old. And for most in the Jewish tradition to, to have lived to an old age is considered a blessing. But for this man, he's grieving over the loss of his youth and he is grieving over his impending death. He's an old man who's sad about aging and dying. Uh, he, uh, today, in the very end of the book, he writes uh, this beautiful but very sad uh, poem, which is an allegory for aging. And it's really worth your studying because it's a beautiful poem. He says, when the guardians of the house tremble, the guardians are his arms. His arms are trembling. And the strong men are bent, are his legs that are bending. The grinders are idle because they are few. These are his teeth. He's lost his teeth and there are very few grinders left for him uh, to, to, to grind the food. And they look through windows that grow blind. His eyes are the windows that are growing blind. The doors to the street are shut, his lips, and the sound of the mill is low. 
when one waits for the chirp of the bird. He can't hear the birds chirping in his backyard anymore, and he's sad about this. In the end, he talks about death itself. He says the silver cord is cut and the, the pitcher hanging on the pulley falls down into the well. All of this is allegory for, for death itself. So he's sad. He's sad about his death. He's sad about his aging and, and, and the loss of his life. He, he's reflecting throughout the book about the transitory nature of our existence. However, here at the end of the book, he also says, ward off grief from your heart and put away your troubled thoughts. He, he knows that he's in this grieving and he knows that he needs to, to, uh, to hold this grief into a corral, if you will, into boundaries so that it doesn't overwhelm him. The, the people that I know who have dealt the best with grief Grief in itself is not a bad thing or a good thing. In fact, healthy grief is very healthy. It's very good for you to grieve at times. It's even psychologically healthy for you to be sad at times. But the healthiest people are those who give themselves permission to grieve, but they don't let the grief overwhelm them. They say, no, we're, okay, these are sad things, and, and we admit that they're sad, and we even let them make us sad sometimes, but we put a, put a boundary on it, and we don't let it overwhelm us. Huh? Well, Jesus at one time says, humans are Lord of the Sabbath, not the other way around. Well, you have to be Lord of your own grief. You have to be Lord of your own sadness, of your own loneliness, of your own, of your own sad thoughts and, and feelings. You can let yourself have them. You should let yourself have these hard, sad moments, and yet you, you be in control of them. Or perhaps better yet, you put them in the hands of God, huh? And then you move on. You move on. And you, you, you put the troubled thoughts away and, and enjoy your life as best you can. This is the message of Koheleth. And one more thing that we have that Koheleth does not have belief in the resurrection. Kohalath did not have a belief in the resurrection, but we do, don't we? So we can enjoy the transitory life that we have on earth, and then we can place ourselves in the hands of God at the end.